It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huttle. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. Acid indigestion, that's the time for Tums. Always keep them handy, always carry Tums. When you're traveling by plane, in your car or on the train, carry Tums. Buy some Tums. Tums. And Tums is your best traveling companion, too. Yes, when riding on planes, trains, or cars makes your stomach upset, chew a couple of Tums. In record fast time, it settles and soothes that queasy stomach. Makes you feel comfortable again fast. And here's another good reason why you should have Tums handy while traveling. If eating strange foods or eating on the run causes acid indigestion, Tums will bring relief on the spot. So don't make a move without Tums. Only ten cents. Suffering from heartburn. Spend the dime for Tums. Get on the spot relief with T. U. M. S. Tums. This argument here at 79 Wistful Vista has been going on since yesterday. It's about a cat. A cat that evidently gets around town quite a bit because Mr. McGee says... I keep telling you guys he lives here. My gosh, Doc, the old-timer, why can't you guys be honest and reasonable? Honest about my cat? Reasonable about my cat? It ain't your cat. Look at him curled up there on the sofa, happy as a pig in a puddle. Anybody can see that by rights, Gregory belongs to me and Molly. How can the cat be yours when you don't even know his right name, Johnny? His name's Beauregard. Today I picked him up in the alley. I picked him up in an alley myself during a rainstorm a month ago, and I named him Homer. Look at this. The cat knows his own name, even if you rum-dums don't. Here, Homer. Come on, Homer. There. He knows his name is Homer. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Here, Gregory. Come to Daddy, Gregory. Yeah. How do you like that, you big lardhead? Uh. Gregory knows his name ain't Homer. Oh, you fellas are getting him all mixed up. Pay no attention to him, Beauregard. What's your name, boy? Beauregard. Well, what did you three boys prove with that demonstration? That you don't have to be a bull to be bullheaded? Oh, hi, Mom. Hi, Did you three actually sit here arguing about that cat all night, or did you go home and come back early this morning? I told Johnny last night, daughter, I ain't leaving here without my cat. What time's breakfast served here? Go out and buy your breakfast. You know, just between the four of us, this whole thing is beginning to look ridiculous to me. Three grown men... Well, frankly, Molly, I feel a little degraded by the whole silly argument myself. Then go home, Doc. But I just don't like to be shoved around. I happen to come from a long line of pioneers. Pioneers? Ha! You got a pine head to go with them, too, you big knothead. My great-grandfather homesteaded his land and fought off rustlers, cattle thieves, and all kinds of crooks. Hooray for him. He didn't let anybody take his property away from him, and by George, nobody's going to take my property either, and that cat is mine. Ha! Look, fellas, I'm an old man. That's for sure. I live alone, and sometimes I get lonesome. Little old Beauregard here, he, well, he sort of fills a gap in a lonely man's life. When I wake up in the morning, 
He was sitting there on the foot of the bed, smiling at me. He wasn't sitting there last Monday. He was here at his own happy little home. He wasn't here the week before that. He was at my house, where he lives. Oh, for heaven's sake. Come on, Gregory. I'll fix you some breakfast. These three debaters can sit here and... Who the heck can that be at this time of the morning? Come in. Oh, it's our neighbor. Hello, Lester. Good morning, Ms. McGee, Mr. McGee. Hi, gentlemen. Oh, hi, hi, there. John. I hate to barge in like this before breakfast, Ms. McGee, but Sally and me, well, we heard all this arguing and carrying on over here last night, and It's we... all about a cat, Lester. Uh, a cat? Must be solid gold with maybe diamond eyes from all the noise I heard. It's just a plain cat, but we all love him. The thing is, he seems to divide his time between the doctor, the old-timer, and us. And the big question is, who owns him? It's very simple, Les. Gregory is our cat, and these guys keep... You just hush up a minute. You hear me? Just hush. She said shut up, Johnny. Oh, for the love of All kids. three of them claim ownership, do they? See, now, that's that's a very interesting situation, isn't it? Not to me it isn't, Lester. I'm getting sick of it. Well, sir, you know, when I was a kid, I, I remember my dad got into an argument like this with a next-door neighbor. Over a cat? No, it is over a Dominecker hen, doctor. <laughs> She's a very smart little hen, I remember. Knew a lot of tricks, like how to lay an egg with two yolks and <laughs> how to get all the corn kernels out of a new garden without disturbing the dirt. <laughs> Sounds very talented. Uh, my dad and the neighbor, each one claimed that the Dominecker hen was his. And, well, sir, I tell you, it, it looked like bloodshed. Well. But my mother, uh, she finally come up with a solution for the argument. Uh, both sides were completely satisfied with her decision. Hmm. She must have used a lot of diplomacy and tact. No, she used a roasting pan and a pinch of sage. Both sides agreed they never enjoyed that hen so much. Hmm. Well, uh, I better get on home now and tell Sally what's going on. If you gentlemen ever get to arguing over a hen, let me know and I'll call my mother. Well, thanks, Les. You've been a big help. I'm coming, Gregory. I'll go fix Gregory and myself some breakfast. When you three finally settle this argument, you can join us, and not before. Mm. I'll not have my breakfast ruined listening to a lot of... There's more fun with the McGee shortly. Last year, some 73,000 Americans were saved from cancer. That's encouraging news, and much credit is due the American Cancer Society in this winning battle against one of our most vicious killers. Through its recognition program, the Cancer Society has made it possible for millions of people to know and recognize cancer's seven danger signals and to seek medical attention in time. Your best insurance against this killer is, first, regular medical examination, and second, knowledge of the seven danger signals. If you notice a danger signal, such as difficulty in swallowing, consult your doctor without delay. Then, if cancer is found to be present, there's a good chance it will be discovered in time for successful treatment. And no matter how well you feel, those regular annual physical checkups are extremely important. If you haven't read the American Cancer Society's free booklet of life-saving facts, simply write to Cancer in care of your local post office. bacon cooking out there. I'm starving. Me too, Johnny. You reckon daughter would just give me a spoonful of coffee to build up my strength so I can argue? Certainly she'll give you some coffee. 
I can get you some bacon and eggs for you guys, too. Buttered toast and jam. Oh, stop. All you got to do is just sign this little document that I'll write out here that says you hereby cease and desist from claiming that Gregory, the cat that belongs to me, belongs to you. Never. Of all the dirty, rotten pressure tactics. It's un-American, that's what it is. Sure smells good. Getting us over here to torture us into signing a false document. I... Oh, that bacon odor. If this isn't the most inhuman form of torture you ever... Well, Dad, ratted, I'm as hungry as you guys. Shut up, Gregory. You've had your breakfast. Now, look at here, you two. McGee, look who dropped in. Huh? Hi, mister. Hi, everybody. Hi. Oh, hi, Teeny. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hello, little girl. What you doing, everybody? Oh, look what a pretty kitty. Who's Izzy? That's a good question, Teeny. Yeah. Gee, who's ever he is? Could I have him? Hmm? Could I? I always wanted a pretty kitty with a funny-looking face like that and crooked ears. Could I have him? Could I? Who's ever? No. Say, now, this could be a very interesting solution, gentlemen. Yeah. Hey, that ain't a bad idea. All right. Will all the stockholders in Alley Cat Incorporated please come to order? I move we dissolve our merger and donate freely and generously all shares of stock to Little Teeny. Those in favor say aye. 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 Motion carried unanimously. Meeting adjourned. Here you are, Teeny. All yours. It's your cat, Teeny. Yeah, Yeah, take care, care, Teeny. teeny. (laughs) Oh, boy, thanks. Gee, I'll take him right home and fix him a nice soft bed and get him something to eat. Hey, Willie. Willie, look what I got. A genuine alley cat. He's all mine. Oh, boy. Well, I'm sure glad that's settled. So am I. Made the little girl very happy. Yep. Now let's keep the old man from starving. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on now. I'll fix your breakfast. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's oh, what oh, I've been waiting. More coffee, Doctor? Just a touch, please. You can splash me a bucket full, daughter. Sure good coffee. Uh, I'm stuffed. You know, I wish Teeny would come by here yesterday and took that cat. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Honestly, Gregory just about ran McGee's life around here. Yeah, he did when he was here. Had McGee waiting on him, throwing a ball and running to pick it up for him, feeding him liver. Oh, I know what you mean. I don't know how many times I'd finally get to bed about 3 a.m. after a tough session at the hospital, and Homer, as I called him, would start yowling for me to come downstairs and let him in. <laughs> You sure give me a bad time, fellas. Yeah? Dad blamed cat would wake me up in the morning by walking across my face, and <laughs> then he'd sit there with my tore-up carpet slipper in his mouth and sneer at me. <laughs> oh, regard, I used to say. <laughs> Miss McGee, Miss McGee, here he is. Here he is back, everybody. Here's your nasty old cat. What? Oh, no. I took him home, and he scratched me, and then he scared my dog, Margaret, and Margaret ran under the house. And then he tore my mama's stockings, and here's your dirty old cat. Who wants him? Goodbye, you bad cat. Yeah, but Teeny, wait. Well, it was a fine breakfast, daughter. I gotta run along now and get to work, and doctor, I hereby give you my full interest in the cat. Go to the doctor, Homer. Oh, no, I got some patients to see. Gregory, you stay here with McGee. Stay here, Gregory. Oh, no, you don't. You wait, old-timer. You take Beauregard with you. Go with the old-timer, Beauregard. He's yours, kid. You oh, take him. wait a minute. I He's, don't want him. He's not mine. Get him out of here. I don't want him. Oh, you.
we'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Let's leave Wistful Vista for a moment and talk about next Tuesday, just one week from tonight. This is John Wald, and I've got two important reminders for you. The first is that Dragnet, the exciting story of your police force in action, will be heard one half hour earlier beginning next Tuesday night. It's still the same exciting program, one half hour earlier. The other reminder is about Lux Radio Theater. It's radio's greatest dramatic show, and it returns to the air next Tuesday night. The entertainment combination offered by Lux Radio Theater is unequaled. One-hour adaptations of the finest motion pictures ever produced with your favorite Hollywood stars. Next Tuesday, the first Lux Radio Theater presentation is the inspiring story Wuthering Heights, starring Merle Oberon. It's the best in dramatic entertainment. So remember, next Tuesday night you'll hear Dragnet one half hour earlier, and you'll hear the premiere of Lux Radio Theater on NBC. <laughs> Wally Whipple. Says a stray cat just walked in there. The old timer told him it's ours. Oh, dear. Gregory. None other. Seems like Wally's wife is scared to death of cats, and when Gregory yowled at her, she ran in the bathroom and locked the door. Uh-oh. Here we go again. Wants you to come and pick it up, huh, does he? Nope. Wanted to know if he can keep him. I gave him our blessing. Ah, uh, happy day. Ah, uh, good night. Good night, all. <laughs> Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed. With Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Robert Easton as Les, and Jack Crucian as Gregory the Cat. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night when Mrs. McGee surprises her husband with a valuable antique. Good night. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news on most NBC radio stations.